Coming up, uh, TCU's quarterback commit Haas Haney gets a bump in the recruiting rankings. Also, TCU baseball, they win a Big 12 championship, win the Big 12 tournament, go 4-0 over the weekend, and found out their regional draw this afternoon. We'll talk about that and more next on Lockdown Horn Frogs. You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. That's right. It is your team every day. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Locked On Horn Frogs. Also, can find us wherever it is you get your podcast in its audio form. Uh, we're close to 650 subscribers on YouTube. So, if that's something that gets you excited, then you can subscribe today and be a part of that. I appreciate the consistent momentum we've had on that channel, as well as those of you who download the audio podcast uh, every day, or if you just listen to us once or twice. That's fantastic. We're going to talk uh, TCU football and TCU baseball. I do want to take one quick moment to say I hope you're having a good Memorial Day, enjoying some time with family, hopefully, or friends. Maybe tonight, later on, you're going to be on the grill or uh, you'll be partaking in some food. And thank you to you know the families of those. It, it feels impossible, and it is, to articulate the gratitude that we should have for those who sacrificed for our country and gave us the ability to do things like podcast about TCU football uh, without any real, you know, repercussions or more importantly to just live in a great country um, that gives us a lot of freedom of choice. So uh, we're thankful for that sacrifice that people made. And uh, if you have a loved one or a friend that you lost um, through the years serving our country, then my condolences to you. And I hope that you can find some, comfort and peace during a tough day. Moving on to TCU football as, you know, well as we can segue to that, it's always kind of clunky moving from this to what is uh, a much more unserious topic. But as you know, if you've been watching this the past few weeks, TCU landed a QB commit from Haas Haney. Um, he has a quarterback at Alito. He'll be going into his senior season. And it's been an exciting rise for Haas. He was originally a Duke commit, and then TCU kind of swooped in. When Kendall Browse was hired as the offensive coordinator, his family uh, is TCU Legacies. And so they quickly, well, quickly, it took some time, but eventually Haas committed to TCU. There are other schools like Baylor involved. Clemson got involved later in the process. He's going to be invited to the Elite 11 Finals, but he'll get to compete against uh, some of the best 20 high school quarterbacks in the nation. And a huge debate among, well, not really debate. I feel like TCU fans sort of all feel the same way on this. But a discussion topic has been Haas is a three-star player um, by most of the services, or at least was when he was recruited and eventually committed. But he got a, a bump uh, to a four-star on on three, and then 247 decided to bump him to a four-star prospect this weekend. Uh, ESPN rivals still have him as a three-star prospect, so I think technically on the composite rankings he's still a three-star player. And some of you might be like, who cares? And I understand why you would think that. Um, did Haas Haney suddenly become a better quarterback over the past few weeks? Maybe. I don't think that's likely, though, right? Like, we know who this guy is. I, I certainly believe he has room to improve, things to hone in on. I'm sure he's working really hard this summer to get ready for his senior season. I feel like if he has another big year at Alito um, as their starting QB this year, then that will be super helpful. Sorry if you saw my son just running in the background there on YouTube. Um, but whatever the case, like, Haas is who he is, and a lot of the limitations with him – have been surrounding his size. He's not six feet tall. Brian Smith told us 
last week. Like there are some QB coaches, trainers that they, I mean, that's just a, a non-starter. Like they won't even really work with guys or, you know, try to get them to a place where they're going to improve if they're not over six feet tall, which sounds kind of silly to me, but I understand the limitations that can come with being a shorter quarterback. Incredible athlete though. Um, and the the good thing about this, what's what's really the point of this? As Haas gets more attention, and it feels like he's a, a player with high upside, and that seems to be so far the path that TCU has taken, at least with the guys that are committed, guys like Travis Jackson, Tobias Steps, um, Haas, who are three-star players at the moment, but have a lot of room to grow, have good frames that you know they can bulk up on, and have a really high ceiling. And so as Haas gets evaluated by more players, or excuse me, more coaches, scouts, et cetera, there's a good chance that uh, there's a lot more momentum around him coming in and being, you know, an immediate impact player at TCU. And as Brian Smith told us, who is, if you don't know who that is, I'd encourage you to go watch the podcast I did with him last week, but he's the locked on networks, new recruiting insider, these wide receivers. I mean, this is a huge deal then who's playing quarterback, right? Like, obviously I, I want to know who's throwing the ball to me. I want to go in with a guy that I'm comfortable with that I feel like can make plays that can be um, a big time player. And so for Brian Wesco, who's kind of taking his tour of the country this summer, and TCU has been able to get him in for an official visit, five-star wide receiver from Midlothian. Um, if if he sees Haas balling out and making things happen on the camp circuit and in, you know, the recruiting rankings and there's more talk about him, maybe that's something that can sway his decision. Ultimately, it's going to come down to the relationships, right? Like it's these guys meeting in person. How do they gel? How do they mesh? How could they work? as players from here on out. But um, it's a cool thing. Congratulations to him. I think more scouting services are seeing what a lot of our fans and listeners have said since he made this commitment, which is this is the type of guy that just feels like he's going to be a great, great college football player. And you see the traits that can make him really good and that allow him to move and grow. Um, And it's going to be fun to see how that, you know, comes to pass over the next few weeks and months as we go through the rest of the offseason. And TCU has big official visits coming up in the summer that we'll talk about and report on as much as we can, and we'll try to parse out, you know, where these guys might end up. But there's players that they're in the mix for um, that they really have never been in the mix for, uh, at least this seriously. And so it's cool to see the momentum that started with that national championship appearance last year, and it makes this season all the more important. Can you sustain that? Maybe not get back to the national championship game, but can you show that you're not just going to be a flash in the pan every three to four years, a team that's a contender, but a consistent contender in the Big 12 Conference? When we come back, uh, the demise of TCU baseball was greatly exaggerated. We'll talk about that next. I do want to mention this, though. Built Bar is one of the great protein bars around. <clears throat> and I've talked about this. I've talked about Built Bar since I started with the network almost three years ago. They've been a very consistent sponsor for us. It's delicious food, um, typically 160 to 180 calories, and it's real ingredients, real dark chocolate. Cover those bars with that. Um, And so it it doesn't make you feel like you're just eating fake stuff that is not filled with a lot of sugar and calories and, and, you know, things of that nature. Like Built Bar tastes good, and it's good fuel for your body. Uh, I've, I've said before, sometimes I'll grab it on the way out the door for breakfast. They have a lot of great flavors. Uh, peanut butter brownie is my personal favorite, um, but they had a new churro flavor. Cookies and cream is a classic. 
And if you're wondering, well, is the only place I can get it BuiltBar.com? No. Exciting news in the last few months has been rolled out at Sam's and now it's at Walmart. So you can grab it in the pharmacy section at Walmart. You can also go to BuiltBar.com and order it like you traditionally would, like they've been for years. Great service, great selection. Built Bar, proud sponsor of the Lockdown Network, and we are happy to have them with us. So DCU baseball went into the Big 12 tournament uh, after taking two of three from K-State. Um, really impressive victory. Elijah Nunez, you know, snags, uh, would-be home run ball at the wall to give them a series win on the road. And it felt like going into the Big 12 tournament, TCU needed to win, you know, one to two games to really solidify themselves as a team that was going to make the NCAA tournament and be in the field of 64. Well, they did a little better than that. They went 4-0, and they won a Big 12 title, won a Big 12 tournament championship um, on Sunday afternoon against Oklahoma State and really just ran over everybody. They had a plus 33 run differential. The only game that was close was the semifinal matchup against Kansas State where they won 6-3, to but beat K-State in the opening game 16-3, to run-ruled them, run-ruled Kansas 14-4 to in eight innings on Thursday, came back Saturday at 9 a.m., won 6-3. Ben Abelt uh, was really good in relief. Um, Sam, or Stephen Sattenborough threw really well as a starter in that game, and then against Oklahoma State, uh, Chase Hoover got the start, and he got some great run support. As CC was able to jump all over Ben Abram and score eight runs on the Oklahoma State starter, and then they end up winning that game, twelve to five. Uh, Oklahoma State made a few. There were a few times where they made that game kind of close. It was ten to five at one point, and then Braden Taylor hit a two-run bomb um, in the ensuing half inning, and that kind of really stabilized and solidified TCU as they got it done. So they're an automatic qualifier for the NCAA tournament. They got announced today what their draw is. I'll talk about the regional in a second. I did just want to mention really quickly, though, they're playing good baseball right now. I mean, the biggest thing is the bats have just come alive. Now, yes, it, it's worth mentioning they've played a lot of either kind of mediocre or depleted pitching staffs um, in the last few weeks. You know, K-State obviously got to see that rotation a lot. Now, K-State has some nice series wins this year, but bottom line is – not a ton of depth there. They got Kansas, which was the eighth team, you know, finished second to last in the Big 12. They're the last team in the tournament. Um, and then got Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma State had to play five games in four days. But still, you take advantage of the opportunity in front of you, and they've done that. And now going back to really the last month, I mean, since they lost that series to Texas, you know, took two out of three from Cal State Fullerton, swept Baylor, took two out of three from K-State, and then won four in a row at the Big 12 tournament. It feels like they're playing great heading into the postseason. Um, 37 and 22, their record as they start tournament play. Luis Rodriguez was out uh, with a shoulder issue, but Kendall Rogers from D1 Baseball said that he should be good to go uh, for the NCAA tournament, which is good news. Cole Klecker pitched against KU. Wasn't his best outing. Um, ball kind of got hit hard on him, but hung in there. And I believe he pitched five innings in that game. I'll, I'll check here. No, he only went three innings. Five hits, three runs, three earned. Um, it's not his best ever. But Luke Savage looked good out of the pen this weekend. Pinch well against KU. And then pitched really well against Oklahoma State. Uh, four shutout innings for Luke. And so he was fantastic coming in in relief after Chase Hoover ran into some issues, uh, finding some plate, finding the plate, excuse me, walking some guys um, in the third inning. So overall, really good weekend for TC baseball. Now, we're going to go more in depth about their tournament draw on Tuesday with uh, Jacob Davis from KTCU, who does the pre- and post-game coverage for uh, TCU's radio station. However, um, I will mention 
what that draw is going to be. They're in the Fayetteville region. Arkansas, the number three overall seed in the country. So the one seed is Arkansas, four seed is Santa Clara. Arizona is the three, and TCU is the two. So they'll get um, Arizona in that opening game, and then if they win, most likely Arkansas. Played in the Fayetteville Regional a few years ago and did get to the regional final. Um, I remember Slosh kind of took a risk. He threw Brandon Williamson in game one against Cal, but they were able to jump over all, the Cal, all over the Cal pitcher, uh, won that game, and then Nick Lodolo uh, battled it out with Arkansas's ace, and unfortunately TCU just couldn't score many runs that night. Ended up losing, fell in the loser's bracket, and then um, made it back to the regional final but fell to Arkansas. And so uh, back in Fayetteville again, really good Arkansas team. It, it really does feel like they were sort of a, a bubble team, could be like a lower three seed, maybe worked themselves into a higher three seed, and then by winning the games they did in the tournament, probably worked themselves into a lower two seed, which – Makes it a tough draw. But if you're going to go through and make a run, you have to play good teams eventually. I threw this out on Twitter. I said, what do you think of the Frogs draw? Uh, Toad Hefe on Twitter. I like that username. Said, excellent draw for the Frogs. Um, James Reynolds says, really tough region, but winner in Fayetteville might get a much lesser opponent in the Super Regionals. Yeah, so that's an interesting point. I mean, if you win, if you get out, then you play the Indiana State Regional. I believe North Carolina's on that side of the bracket, too. Um, but an opportunity to play uh, possibly a mid-major in the Supers if you were to get there. Um, and then I had one more reaction. Oh, yeah, Joe Blankenship just said, let's go. Hashtag Toad to Omaha. Um, now, there was – TCU and Arkansas did play earlier this year. It feels like this was years ago. But they played in the second game of the season. Frogs won that game 18-6. to It was when they were just hitting the crud out of the ball in Globe Life uh, Field. And um, – Cam Brown started that game, but I think that was the night that we were introduced to Cole Klecker. I'm going to look at the box score here, but I feel like Cole came in in relief and pitched pretty well. Yeah, he pitched four and a third and only gave up one run, so really nice effort by him and Benet built the two freshmen uh, the last time these guys played, but that was back in February, so don't really know how much water that holds. Possibly means something, though, as they did see themselves beat Arkansas on the field, and maybe that means something. Uh, for the team moving forward. We'll take one more break. We'll come back and wrap things up. It's Locked on Horn Frogs. Again, thank you uh, for listening today. I'll have all baseball tomorrow. Um, we'll talk about with James Davis about uh, – or Jacob Davis, excuse me, about the Frogs taking on Arizona and the possibly Arkansas and that Fayetteville Regional that's coming up this weekend, and then we'll have plenty of football coverage the rest of the week. I haven't quite – so in June, I haven't decided exactly what I'm doing yet. They allow us at the Lockdown Network to go to three shows a week, um, but we got some good momentum, so I might just keep rolling it along. I'll update you as soon as I kind of make a decision on show plan moving forward in the summer months. But for now, we'll definitely be back tomorrow. Thank you uh, for listening and tuning in. It's Lockdown Horn Frogs, your team.